Hello, 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 Power Kids, and welcome to another Power Kid podcast. I'm your host, Phil Albritton, and every episode, it is my pleasure, honor, and joy to bring you conversations with great people all over the world making great things for kids. I am super excited to have Cassidy Smith on the line today. Let me introduce you to Cassidy. For over 18 years, he was VP of Sales and Marketing at Happy International. He's now president of their new specialty division called Uniche. The Uniche collection is a beautiful line of products for parents and babies exclusively designed for specialty markets. This line is poised to make a big splash at Astra. And Cassidy, it's a lot of fun to have you on the show. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Such a great history that you have in toys with Hape. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful product line, but really interested in diving in to what you're doing in particular with Uniche. We'll get into the origin of that great title, uh, but we'll start where we start. How did you come to be involved in the toy industry in the first place? Absolutely. Uh, I started with a quite small company called Educo that uh, was the first to bring bead and wire mazes uh, to doctor's offices and to North America. Um, I was the right hand to the president. Her name was Kathy Klaus, uh, who, in fact, I aspire to hopefully be like one day. <laughs> She's a, a person of integrity, kind, uh, and always a supporter of the specialty market. And uh, Educo was bought by Hape, and I moved companies and have been with Hape from then on, being, like you said, uh, just their VP of sales and marketing. And uh, and under the lead of Peter Hanstein, the founder uh, that treats employees truly like family. Oh, that's fantastic. Let's talk about beaded mazes for a second. You said <laughs> sure. that. And boy, so many memories uh, but between the highlights magazines and the beaded mazes, just being in the, ho- the, the, the hospital waiting room or the doctor's waiting room, giving the child something to do, something to look at, nothing better than a good beaded maze. Um, talk about that and the distribution of those into what I think is probably every hospital waiting room in the world. (laughs) At this point, it's a staple that, you know, the construction manager sells that when you buy the chairs and the lighting and everything, it just has to be there. Um, Yeah. That's really, really interesting. And I always wondered who was behind the beaded mazes and it's you, here you are. So tell tell us about that. (laughs) Well, I I won't take all credit. It's actually (laughs) Kathy Post. Actually, she, she found the idea in Australia. I think there's a lot of people that take credit and I always want to make sure the inventors and people who are uh, involved uh, get that recognition. It was actually a, a principal um, who invented in Australia, and Kathy Klaus was there and saw it in a doctor's office and uh, decided to bring and work with that inventor to uh, bring the idea to North America. And like you said, it's in every doctor's office and hospital and, and airport. I still see it when I travel today. Uh, they're just meant to last and, and really open-ended play and kids get to use their imaginations and uh, be able to, you would think like as an adult, you know, we're kind of like, really bead and wire, you're going to be entertained by children <laughs> and their imaginations. They'll, right. they'll be entertained for hours. 
It was fidget before fidget was cool. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did everything before it was cool. It's for sure. That's right. <laughs> no, it's such a, it's such a classic. It's just a staple and we, we don't even think about it now, but it really is such a, a beautifully designed uh, product. And there's, there's a number of different designs out there, but yeah, it is, it's a staple all over. Um, uh, you know, it, it, something about the, the hospital waiting room, um, is a time when a kid does need to relax his mind. They do need to have something that kind of takes their mind off of maybe where they are and, and maybe why they're there. You never know why a kid is in, in a hospital waiting room or a doctor waiting room, but um, just having that activity that can kind of calm them to undergo whatever's going to happen behind the doctor's door. Uh, I think that's important. I do. I think that's really important. Is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I took these into um, uh, basically into some focus group studies and daycares and just watched kids play with them. And it was amazing just to see how their imaginations just lit up. You know, they, they have this blue little bead and they're moving it across a wire, but all of a sudden they're making vehicle noises and taking it across. And, and then you see this other little girl, she's like, I'm the elephant. And, you know, just, just it's just incredible to see how these simple beads and not only imagination and storytelling, but eye hand coordination with, you know, pushing it all the way across through these loops and that there's just so many developmental skills that can be had with these types of mazes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I told you we chase some rabbits and, and we yeah. definitely, have. <laughs> we definitely have here. Uh, so, so yeah, the, the niche collection, uh, obviously a part of Hape's great core line of, of wood uh, product and, and eco-friendly product. Um, so let's talk about it. I'd love to know where the name comes from and then uh, how is it complementing Hape's core line and maybe what makes it special? Perfect. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I was uh, chatting with founder uh, Peter Hanstein and the two terms that kept coming up was unique and niche. And I just decided to slam those two words together and <laughs> create unique. <laughs> that easy. And and really, you're right. Like Hape has always made and have had a beautiful heirloom quality line. Um, it's unique just looks for these hidden gems all around the world from Portugal to Germany, from India, Asia, that have a beautiful stories that retailers will be proud to share and quality that will last and impress. That's it. Uh, yeah. Unish is such a great product name. I'm sure there was that moment that you came up with it and then it was like, Oh my, I hope the URL exists. I hope the <laughs> trademark's not taken. We joked before the show that, that we, we spend a lot of time kind of finding the right name, the right product name and sort of the ins and outs of that and just, just hoping that, uh, that that trademark's not taken already. So uh, well done. Well done thank to you. create such a, a great, uh, unique brand name. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so you're developing this line specifically for – uh, specialty outlets. And I want to ask about specialty shoppers like today. How is that customer different than the mass customer? Um, when a customer walks into a specialty store, how is their mindset different? What kind of products are they looking for? And then how has that informed your, um, your design uh, method? Absolutely. I th that's an amazing question. Uh, you know, I feel the specialty buyers are looking for a truly special that's outside the mainstream, you know, finding a gift that you would be proud to give your own family or friends. 
this buyer, they're typically more educated. They're looking for brands that make a difference. Uh, their browsers on a treasure hunt. They're looking for, it could be like a fancy cheese or a beautiful baby mm-hmm. toy from Germany. You know, they're looking for knowledgeable staff, uh, service experiences, and to find something truly unique. Um, basically, they want the opposite of what you get when you go to a large mass home improvement store where you get like <laughs> no help at all. <laughs> yep, yep. I love that vision that we've created of that shopper that's on a treasure hunt, that's looking for that perfect gift. Um, and, and so in that vein, as you're developing the product, give me an example. And it's tough to do sometimes over audio, but describe something that you've produced and and maybe take us through why those choices were made, why those design choices were made and and how you arrived at the particular form or the particular color or the particular material kind of in the context of the specialty shop. Absolutely. Uh, there's I feel like it's important to find things that have a story, I guess, is where I would start, whether it's, you know, socially responsible or eco or has that mission that truly cares. I feel, you know, my background is marketing. And I, if you have that beautiful story, you, you have something that people can get behind and a brand that you can get behind and care about and, and truly want to support versus just price point driven only. You know, I, I feel like in a specialty market, you know, you want to look for these things and, and to just look for that beautiful, like you were just mentioning, you, what are you looking for, for in the design? I'd, I'd talk to you about a couple of our lines, like one, one that I would start with that comes to mind right away, you know, would be Trido. I just actually was at MSA, just got back from that show and people gravitate towards it. It's just this beautiful magnetic art range that's three dimensional in play that the, it's just it has versus the two decided magnetic play we won the red dot award it's typically an award monopolized by technology companies like apple lg now finally awarded to toy we're super proud of that and it's an item that um moma in new york has seen the beauty in it and really it's on my desk right now <laughs> it's, it's the perfect little uh for the design and the enthusiast if you will but very beautiful and unique in regards to its uh, capacity to build with the three dimension side. Yeah. And we won't be able to do it just as talking about it, but there are these multicolored magnetic, um, some are pyramids, but, but there's different triangular shapes uh, in the line and, and the creations are just uh, stunning. Uh, they really are pieces of art as, as you look at them. So great to see that that's already getting some traction and some interest uh, from buyers and retailers because it is beautiful. Yeah. Someone uh, said to me, yeah, it's like a fancy fidget. And I, <laughs> I laughed. I was like, <laughs> it really is uh, because uh, like I said, I'm, I'm on the phone and I'm click, click, click. I'm playing with this as I'm talking. <laughs> What's that noise in the background? Nothing, nothing. I'm not playing with Trito. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Trito. But that universal kind of pyramid shape, it's just, it's just beautiful. And it just, uh, it, it does. When anything that a child builds with this, I think they're going to be proud of it because look at, look at this beautiful thing I've created, uh, whatever it is, which is, uh, which is a great place to be. Yeah. But I was going to say the beauty of what actually a lot of uh, stores and, and retailers and reps actually said too, is because of that three dimension and the, typically with a magnet toy, there's like a, a repel, right? But with this, there's no repel. All sides connect. So it's so easy for children to put this together, even like special needs, you know, there's no frustrations. There's just easy and simple 
to be able to connect and build structures and even animals because they come with fun little eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, beautiful. Got to have the eyeballs. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> so, so Trido, uh, but there's also Corco, Cruiselings, oh, yeah. uh, Singer and Fair and Green. So take us through those as well. Absolutely. Well, Corco, like um, it's uh, like before I thought cork only stopped me from drinking wine. Uh, (laughs) Now I truly have learned so much about this magical material. It's okay. This line is made in Portugal. I never knew before that cork was antimicrobial naturally. So no germs. And in a time of COVID, that's just incredible. Um, So that alone was uh, a big thing that I learned. Also, the material being anti-static, so it doesn't collect dust or pollen. Uh, kids with allergies, which I think is every kid in the universe right now. Uh, so it's fantastic for that. And really, it's it's a lightweight product. So I wish my sisters had this when I was growing up because too many toy fights <laughs> with Tonka trucks to the head. Uh, I really wish I had Corco <laughs> to have safe and quiet play, you know. <laughs> and I know a lot of people know it's eco, but again, I didn't realize it's super eco. Like they just remove the bark and the tree itself remains. So, and actually by removing the bark, the cork tree takes in more carbon, making it carbon negative to replace that bark. So it truly is a, a magical and eco material. And actually it's nominated for Astra's Best Toys for Kids. We're super proud of that. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. And it, again, it's it, any creation that you make. It's this kind of beautiful, uh, this beautiful design, multiple blocks kind of stacked, stacked on top of each other uh, in these muted colors. It's just really, really nice. And it's, it's another one of those that you could see uh, set up in a specialty environment where the customer can interact with it, can play with it, um, and really just begin to understand what the product is and the impact that the product can have. So, so well done. Yeah, and thank you. And right now it's just blocks, but no, next year we're going to have a full uh, range of uh, toys, very uh, Montessori kind of in feel. So just keep your eyes on Corco because I think we have a lot of great things ahead with that line. I'm, I'm very proud of that range. Um, and then talking about uh, Cruiselings, uh, mm-hmm. spectacular doll range that's culturally diverse and articulated so all joints can bend. No more stiff zombie-like play. <laughs> we, we have a <laughs> Sophia soccer star that is now this year for World Cup. Uh, she can bend and kick. Uh, I'm truly proud of this range for its quality and cultural diversity. Yeah, it's always hard to integrate those joints uh, in that articulation and make it look natural and make it feel, um, you know, uh, feel non-obtrusive to the design, especially of a doll. And you guys have done such a good job of that. It's are these are these very smooth and tight joints that you almost don't see when you're playing with it, which is really nice. It was one of the first things I noticed about this high quality doll. But I'm an articulation freak i I love you know (laughs) as many points of articulation as you can cram into something i'm i'm there for that thanks uh yeah no that that range also comes from a history of uh kathy cruz which is a hundred year old doll line so had just brilliant dolls as designers uh help in in this and even from the joints to even the hair that's easy to like comb and not it's just high high quality all the way around but developed for honestly having a great price point because the founder also uh, Peter wants to make sure that we can have amazing quality, but it shouldn't be at price points that can't be uh, afforded by, for kids of all uh, different economies of scale. 
And I would encourage the listeners to go and do an image search on these and look at these um, as we're talking about them or after the show, because I think the full impact of seeing this extremely high quality uh, toy product is, is really captured in, in the images. Um, Singer and it's fair and green. Yeah. It, so yeah, okay. the Sanger line, actually that's my number one selling line or currently it's uh, this gorgeous, beautiful baby boutique range made in Germany. That's got certified. And I didn't know what that meant before, but <laughs> ultimately <laughs> it, it means it's a truly organic and similar to how I've removed plastics from my life with Tupperware from plastic to glass for health reasons and yes, just being right. more cautious of that. I kind of put a question out there of why don't we take the same care for babies and ensure there's no polyesters or plastics used in our toys, especially when babies are going to be breathing it in and, and cuddling with it overnight. I feel like these types of things and using quality materials are so paramount when it comes to toys. It sounds like you have been on a worldwide hunt for a new product. <laughs> I uh, have and continue to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about that. Looking for products to fall under this line and, uh, and, and then, and then bringing them, you know, bringing them under, under this category. Uh, tell us about that experience. I think that's a, that's a unique situation. Yeah. It, uh, honestly, it's been a rewarding one too. It's, it's finding those I guess vendors or artisans that haven't been found that truly need help that really uh, want to know how to get into the market. They're, you know, not a part of some big Mattel, if you will, that ha has a big well-oiled machine. So just wanting to show them how to bring their beautiful product into, you know, the U S toy market. And I'm privileged and honored to help them like uh, with fair and green. It's been such a wonderful experience. So I'm helping them develop their line and, and changing of packaging, but you know, fair and green, for example, uh, this has become one of my favorite lines. This has a over 300 year old history of being developed in this village in India. It's very artisan, handcrafted, zero deforestation. They use the branches, not the tree itself. Dyes are plant-based. Uh, it has a shine to it uh, that they actually shine with a palm leaf. Um, so, you know, you, you find this type of, and you can see the mission. Uh, her name's Nina, who is the founder, and her passion to help artisan women in India, you, it's just inspiring. And I could just tell that's her main purpose is to help these ladies. And so we've been just such a great team in, in developing the range. And this also will... Uh, has uh, crosses over so many different markets I'm finding too. That's been very educational for me. Like some ranges are very museum esque where this one I feel is like baby boutique gift and museum because of its ability of being eco-friendly. You know, it's, it's also very Montessori. Um, so there's a lot of different things it connects with, but um, I, I just find this really rewarding to be able to find these beautiful lines all around the world. And I, I'm continuing to try to search to find things like eventually I want to try to find something made in Peru. <laughs> so I think uh, uh, maybe it's because I love to travel and maybe I want to go to Peru. Okay. But uh, I also want to try to find those artisans that maybe aren't easily found in the United States as well. 
I think there's a reality show here, Cassidy. Um, I would I would watch this. I would fo- I would follow you globe trotting, finding beautiful products, bringing them to market. Uh, I think that could be a winner. I think that could I'll, be really I'll, I'll call TLC. We'll get some reality uh, toy <laughs> thing going. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then eat dinner in some you know elaborate location and you know, yeah. t- tell us tell us what it tastes like because yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, no. and watch, watch me play. Yeah, I, I think this can go. Yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> let's, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, no, it's just so so good. Um, and obviously, being visually distinct is important to this line. How are you ensuring that from packaging to product design that that you're standing out on the shelf, but but not just on the shelf, um, also in the toy box, right? So a, a child's room uh, may have a, a copious amount of, of products from all types of characters and and materials and colors. But I get the sense that you really want to stand out even in that space. Um, so you tell, tell me about just the whole design aesthetic of the line. Sure. Yeah. And I think the key, of course, which is obvious, is the unique product, right? We, I don't want to be a me too or have that same product, but change the color. It's, it's really going to be finding that product that helps you stand out first and foremost and, and just has that wow appeal. But also, something that I, I feel like a lot of people forget about is packaging. Like packaging is everything. Like yes. Trido has this elegant package that has even a little cushion, like a chocolate box has uh, fair and green is open box. So you can see the beauty and shine of the toy. Um, you know, as much as it is important to demo products, I always feel that so people can touch and play. Not everyone can. So we are doing more with QR codes to show videos of an item in action or share a beautiful story of each brand. So I think that that's uh, something that's not just the toy, but how it is packaged, I learned over the years, is critical. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, well, you're telling that story, but you're also building value so that retailers and customers, I think, will uh, will be able to see the vision and really want to bring that into their home. You know, I'm always honored with products that, that we design and develop. And when a customer wants to purchase that, not just spend their hard-earned money on it, but bring it into their home. Uh, and then the step, the step further is to allow their children to enjoy it and grow using it. Um, boy, that's a, that's a great payoff. And I think you've, you've checked all of those boxes here. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll continue to, and, and just find things that uh, retailers are, are searching for and uh, just be something that they're proud to have on their shelves. Well, wonderful. Well, excited uh, for your Astra trip. How would you like people to reach out to you to find out more? And I'll go a step further. If there are folks that are creating great products in the world that may be listening to this, um, how would you like them to reach out to you to perhaps be considered for the Uniche collection? Yeah, absolutely. Always, always on the search. They can absolutely reach out at info at unichecollective.com. Uh, that'd probably be the best way. And uh, just, yeah, we're always open to see someone who's looking for distribution within the United States and Canada, um, doing that for both uh, to be able to help. Like, honestly, at Astra, I'm proud to be actually launching a new brand which is exciting and <laughs> it's called jack jack bird i met them in san francisco uh and they're like this premium sustainable no mess coloring reusable drawing services that won't smudge and sustainable i think you keep hearing me about eco and sustainability which is so so important uh and it's great for travel so we will be launching them at astra for those uh stores coming uh, this will be an exciting new product to to show but 
I got a question. Can you keep a secret? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, me yeah. And just, the- just between you and me, right? Yeah. <laughs> me and, okay, me and well, all the listeners. Yes. <laughs> well, we're, we're also exploring the opportunity of working with Amboss Toys, which, again, has these beautiful Vespa-style scooters. Yes. Like, yeah, the whole, like, unsustainable trends of disposable plastics, they're the opposite. It's, you know, sustainable metal scooters that are meant to be passed down through the generation. Amboss means anvil in German, mission of providing quality and classic timeless design. So, honestly, we're excited to be exploring that and uh, working steps towards uh, working a deal with them. And just know that uh, I'm just a true big supporter of specialty. And I, I really want people to know that I, when most are putting all their eggs in the Amazon basket, I'm doing the opposite. I really want to support the brick and mortar, let them know that they have a brand and brands that they can rely on that won't be discounted on Amazon. Everything will be protected with pricing at full retail. So, you know, when you have these beautiful brands, they are protected. They are something you can rely on. And so they can trust that this is something that they can continue to have and uh, have the same protected price. I'll continue to curate the line. Uh, if that's all around the world, I'll start on that reality TV show with uh, as soon as you get me in touch with the right people. But just know I'll always be dedicated to specialty and, and work hard to try to uh, make a, a collection that they would be proud of. Well, and you could ride around on an Amboss scooter uh, and yeah. go, go all these places around the world. And uh, I know it's it's all there. It's all the pieces are just falling into place. <laughs> That's right. I'll even have pieces of magnetic trito on that scooter. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Cass, this has just been a ton of fun. Thank you for coming on and and sharing. Uh, as as we close up, anything that you'd like to to say to folks uh, that may want to meet you at Astra? Uh, do you have a booth number at this point yet? Or uh, oh, absolutely. Or I would be yeah. It'll be my pleasure. We we're at uh, booth fourteen forty eight. I'll be there, so happy. Love to show you in person. Like, I think that's the thing that, as soon as you see and touch and feel the quality of a lot of these products, you really will realize how unique and, and how they are. These hidden gems, and uh, I'd love to show you in person. Yeah, very excited to see it, Cassidy. This has been a ton of fun. Thank you for coming on today, and best of luck at Astra. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the Power Kid podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Leave five stars and a written review as this helps us connect with more listeners just like you. Once you're subscribed, you'll be able to check out the other shows from Adventure Media and Events. And a big thank you to them. They are the publishers of the Toy Book, the Toy Insider, and the Pop Insider. We've got you covered on all toy industry news and events. This show is produced by Power Kid Design and Development. We are a full-service toy and game development studio serving the industry for more than 20 years. We provide illustration, branding, packaging, sculpting, prototyping, consulting, and much more. Check out PowerKidDesign.com or email me at phil at PowerKidDesign.com. Now go out and make something great. And remember, you are creative because you were created. God bless, and I'll see you next episode.